Thanks for tuning in. This is Sunday Recap, a weekly edition of the Grace Bible Church podcast, where we talk about life and faith based off of our sermon this past Sunday. For sermon recordings, for more podcasts, uh, to submit any questions or comments you might have, visit begrace.org slash podcast. For more information about Grace Bible Church, visit begrace.org. I'm Joey Colon, one of the assistant pastors here. I'm Chris Webster, the assistant pastor of Congas and Computers. I'm Dave McMurray, teaching pastor. All right, we made that through pretty simple. <sighs> Did it. Well, oh, we, are, my coffee. we are late today, so we apologize. We were in Austin at a little meeting, meetup, I don't know. We were somewhere doing something. And so it's a secret. Very so, distri- descriptive. Yes. That's that's my goal. Descriptions. Yes. Make sure we're clear and uh, everything's good. The but assistant pastor of Vigories. Vigories. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I'll go with that. Uh, all that to say, I'm not super prepared because I actually wasn't even here yesterday. So I have, I have notes from Thursday. And Thursday you went for 35 minutes. And I won't talk about time, but you went for 55 minutes. In second service, at least on the podcast. I think that's the longest. I can't remember, but, you know, hitting an hour, that's about the longest I've ever preached, ever, ever. Well, that happened. So that means you added at least 20 minutes of content Mm -hmm. as long as you didn't remove anything else that you already talked about. So so I don't really actually know a lot of things you said. I tried to listen, um, well, that sounds horrible that way. I tried to listen (laughs) I thought about listening in the car ride back from Austin, but I chose to uh, to kind of just zone out instead. I thought you meant like you tried to listen and then you got sick to your stomach and couldn't listen anymore. Yes, that's, that's why I mean it's, it probably could sound bad. Just just more Dave to love, and this podcast is going to be two hours long. So, mm. oh wow, just I kidding. Not. It's not. I'm, I'm not prepared. prepared. Nope. Go, I'm, 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 I'm going to prepare for that. <laughs> I'm going to change the channel if that happens. Yes, <laughs> the channel. Yep. Mm. I guess. What are you listening on? I don't know. I, do you watch it on TV? <laughs> on the radio? I do. I pipe it on I watch it TV. on the radio. <laughs> We're on uh, 99.7 if mm. you want to tune in. I'm in, hoping that's not in a... In Ding Dong, Texas. I'm hoping that's mm. not a radio station. Uh, well, we're in Titus chapter 2, the second half of it, uh, verse 9 through verse 15, and... Uh, is there coffee everywhere? Almost. Okay. No, I didn't spill it. Okay, It good. just sloshed. It went... Uh-huh. <laughs> right into the USB port. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine, right? Aren't USB ports waterproof? Yeah, that's what it stands for. Focus, boys. Yeah. Focus. <laughs> this is the kind yes. of action okay. they tune in Sorry. for is Dave yes. almost spilling his coffee. Yeah. Okay. All right, Titus uh, chapter 2, looking at verse 9 through 15. Uh, your title on Thursday was Power to Change, mm. and it still is? Yes. Still is. Still is, Joey. What are you doing here? <laughs> Look at that. You see that, people? I try and fix him, and he just... uh, All right. Power to change. And on Thursday, your first point was grace changes our work. Yes. Check. On Thursday, your second point was grace changes our lifestyle. Check. And on Thursday, your third point was grace changes our authority. Changed it. Changed it to... Guess what I changed it to, Joey. Okay, I have to guess. Uh, Authority are... Oh, I hope you can change it to commission. Commission. Yeah. yeah. I have a brilliant assistant pastor that served in the U.S. Army, and he suggested I use the word commission, and I used it, and I got some appreciation from some soldiers Did you get any negative feedback? No, I got mostly okay, positive cool, feedback, cool, cool. and I was like, well, I'm glad you liked it, because I'm always scared when I use military language, because I feel like I'm going to 
mess it up because we have a church full of military folk. Cool. Oh, I'm glad you used commission. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was good. Thank you. Well, I'm excited. Chris it was good too. Excited to talk about that. As a civilian. I, I appreciated it. Go ahead. Go you ahead. civilian. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to push this forward because we're, it yep. seems like we're, uh, we're behind. to, to not stay on track today. So, okay. um, I guess you started, uh, well, I, I, I feel like it's not fair for me to really lead this discussion since I wasn't here yesterday and haven't listened fully mm. through mm-hmm. even one time, but in our church is not what you think series on Thursday, you started talking about, um, good news kind of equals the gospel, which kind of mm-hmm. equals grace, and that's what led you to grace being the power to change. Uh, I don't know. Tell us about why the power to change, I guess. Because mm-hmm. power and changing isn't really in this text. You had to mm-hmm. get that out, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. So it's a power to change is basically taking verse 11 and formulating a question, right? So a lot of times we... We want to say, like, what is the problem that this text is addressing? Uh, and so, what's the, what's the issue? What's the problem? Well, we can't change ourselves. And in context of Titus, the ways that people have tried to change their circumstances, hearts, or feelings is through wild disobedience or through legalistic religion, the party of the circumcision. So, kind of with that as the framework of Titus, those, those are the two ways we try to change, but neither one of those are the true power to change. Verse 11 says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. And verse 12, Training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives. So, I have a question uh, right off the bat on that. Mm-hmm. Um, how often do you think people... So, yeah, so, sorry, <laughs> in and out. But, yeah, you had that question. Are you trying to change what is broken in your own life based on your own strength? Mm-hmm. Do you think people realize that's what they're doing? Or, I guess... No. No, yeah. So, so that's interesting. So, that's really kind of step one is do you even realize that's what you're doing when you're mm-hmm. when you're doing certain things? Um, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, that's just a good thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I think a lot of people do. I mean, yeah, but yeah. Eventually, maybe you do. The longer you live, the more you realize, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to cover up something, or I'm trying to run away from something. I think a lot of people would say, absolutely, that's what I should do. Yeah, yeah. I got to fix this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From last week, I was just thinking more and more like, hmm. when you go to your therapist, like you wouldn't go to a therapist without mm-hmm. knowing you needed had something to talk about. But yeah. But then sometimes I really think there's even people don't go deep enough to where like I want to solve the problem. I just want to stop feeling this bad about it. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be healed. I want to be, I want to not be numb. Or, so yeah. Anyway, interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. That was just a thing I wondered about. A wonderment. So you're saying, <laughs> so that's the question we should ask ourselves. Am, are we trying to change what is broken in your, our own lives based on our own strength or the relying on God's grace and so mm-hmm. then we dive into um what that looks like and what mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. I wonder and, if another question too could be like are you even trying to change are you even recognizing brokenness right that's yeah even uh, a yeah level before totally. that totally mm-hmm. do you um, feel you broken at all? at all or have yeah. you do you feel the world is broken? Mm-hmm. We, do. we do. I do. <laughs> we do. I do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we shall. <Our> sons do. <laughs> 
No, I mean, that's really true, too. And, mm-hmm. and you, you brought up kind of conversations about celibate recovery, and that that's, that is a big deal, the, the mm-hmm. denial part. Because most of the time when you're in denial, you don't realize you're in denial. You're just mm-hmm. saying, nope, nothing's wrong. I don't need to change. So that has to be this process of, mm-hmm. oh, there are things wrong, and there yeah. are things that need to change. Yeah. And then the next question is, how? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and so generally, maybe this is a fair generalization. If you're rebelling and saying, forget you, God, that's probably more of a denial issue. I guess religion is too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think either way, you can know what you're doing or be completely oblivious to it, mm. whether you're pursuing change of, you know, getting drunk, like... Mm. You could either know exactly what you're doing when you're doing that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, my life is unmanageable. I'm going to get drunk, so I don't have to think about it. Mm. Or you might just not even realize. I think some people don't even stop to think about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So there's this place of kind of healthy honesty about what you're doing and why, but it doesn't even necessarily get past that to the solution always. Mm-hmm. So you're you're calling us to recognize the only way to change is by God's grace. Mm-hmm. But then we say, well, what does that change? How does it, what does that change even look like? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I wonder too, and I don't, I don't know if you address this or not, but I wonder a little bit, grace changes our work, grace changes our lifestyle, grace changes our commission. Mm-hmm. That somewhat implies like a one-time change. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it changed it, now it is forever changed. Mm-hmm. Which is true, but is it also somewhat applicable to grace is continually changing our work grace is continually changing our life Mm -hmm. continually changing our commission i think so i mean on on an ongoing basis most of us on the work category we all find ourselves in work and continually struggle with this is hard or that frustrates me or this is broken and i can either steal or i can give you know i can disrespect or i can submit i you know and so i think the the commands of submission and being pleasing and not being argumentative, not stealing, uh, adorning the doctrine of God through our work. I, I think that's an ongoing struggle for all of us. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody would say now I always do it right. Mm. You know? <laughs> um, I yeah. Hope I hope nobody would say that. Maybe mm. they do. Maybe some, we want to be able to, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's back to the mm-hmm. abide in me and my word abides in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do want to graduate. We want to say, I've got to get this skill under my belt. Mm-hmm. Now I've graduated. Now mm. I am this thing, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am changed, and I'll never look back, and I'll never slip mm. back into my bad habits. And mm. yeah. wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, guess what? We would probably we wouldn't need God. We'd be our own mm-hmm. perfect saviors. Now, yeah. on point one, which was the work point, mm-hmm. I was asked to clarify something. So I don't know if we're ready for that yet. But let's go. Asked me let's dive in. Well, I was going to say, let's go. Grace changes our work. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to give us a start into it, but you okay. go ahead. Start okay. us into grace changing our work. Well, I, I talked specifically about the struggle that some people have with the phrase being argumentative. Some people are really good at pointing out what's broken and hmm. kind of joked about it at the 9 a.m. service. I think I was a little more serious and careful at the 1045 service. <laughs> yeah, you were. You were. Uh, did you hear me both? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I just, the second one in yeah. your disclaimer, I was like, well, yeah. you, you, really? called, you got called out Dude. after the first service? Yeah. I didn't. I just kind of oh. felt bad about like, wow, the entire congregation is laughing at people that think everything is broken. You know, mm. like I, 
anyway, I, I don't think anybody's feelings were hurt. I just felt like I needed to reel it in a little bit. But um, kind of my two points were, if this is your gift, it is really a gift. Like, it's a gift. People that recognize the things that are broken, that is a gift. Hmm. And then it's hard to navigate how to use that gift at work. If you're told to always be pleasing and not argumentative, but your gift is noticing all the things that are broken, that can be really confusing. So should I just never say anything or, you know, find so a I, new job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. said, you take that gift of seeing what's broken and what can be improved, which most people I know that are like that. It's constant. It's constantly bombarding them. They see it everywhere all the time. Right. And so, um, so I said, the clues in the text are submission. So is it mission critical? Like, does it really matter in the end to achieve the mission? Or is it just one more thing that's broken? Because we live in a world where everything's broken. And then, uh, is it in your jurisdiction? And those are two areas I said that I thought was helpful. Um, person asked me, like, can you comment on that? Because I'm one of those kind of people, and I give you a lot of feedback at church. So like, were you talking? I think they were implying, are you talking about me? Yes, Am it's I your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I and I don't think so, dear listener, dear watcher. Uh, I wasn't thinking about you. I was just thinking really more about you and everyone else that has that gift, how to find personal peace and ongoing uh, focus for that gift. I wasn't thinking, you're making my life miserable. So I did joke something like, you know, I know you have that gift because you tell me everything that's broken. You know what I mean? Like, So I, mm -hmm. I joked about it like, you tell me and... Maybe that made it sound like, and I hate it, and I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> I, and I didn't mean it like that. I just, I just mean, I know it's a struggle for people like that, and we love you. And it's there's, it's, it really, truly is a gift. And it's just not a gift to be employed on everything all the time. So, anyway, the specific person that asked me, I think you're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> and in general, I think, yeah, you look at things, you pray about it, and you say, I think this would really help my boss do their job better. Or I think it would really help our organization fulfill their mission more effectively than, yeah, bring it up. Well, whoever you mm -hmm. are, don't let it be said that this podcast isn't just for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one little, one little mm -hmm. thing I would tack on to is, is just um, practically, mm -hmm. uh, are you, are you offering some solutions and are you doing the, the hard mm. work of like going beyond just, Whoa. Hey, that's broken, but Whoa. here's a way to fix that's it. That's really good. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Offer some options. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I feel like sometimes that's a cop out that boss are like, don't bring me problems unless you have a solution. It's like, mm -hmm. well, this isn't something that it's my job to have a solution right. for. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. right. I, I think sometimes that can be sure. Overused, so maybe but, be ready, but it's not like you have to have it to speak up kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of the land of it's always easier to break something down than mm -hmm. to build it up. So I, I think I think aiming at being a builder in whatever mm -hmm. way you can and, and in whatever way you're you're yeah. able to. That's because I I could tend to be like that. I could say I can I notice problems is what I sometimes see it as, and it's not even necessarily like mm -hmm. that feeling of a thousand things are wrong. But I do say, oh, hmm, that's probably shouldn't be that way, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what I that's what I think. Like, will this be helpful? And here's some ideas towards a solution. So it's not just me adding a weight to you. It's, it mm -hmm. is a, but yeah, you're right. Sometimes that's totally not, not what you need to do. Maybe that's more mm -hmm. military. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. 
Well, you talked in the section. I'll read you just some of my notes from Thursday, and you tell me what highlights. Mm. What highlights? What pops out? Mm. Uh, slavery versus bond servant. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, not called to lead an earthly revolution. Call, or, yeah, revolution. Called to, and then it doesn't say any other words, so I didn't catch the end of it. <laughs> What's the end of that phrase? Do you know? Of Jesus. Called to of Jesus? Okay, cool. Love, no, love Jesus. Oh, love Jesus. Uh, grace, I, I don't remember. Grace enables you to actually work differently. Mm. You still have to be submissive in the role you are in. Grace enables us to be a servant, working heartily to the glory of God, adorning the gospel. Mm-hmm. And then you talked mm-hmm. about editing work. Did you actually talk about that? No, nope, throughout session? that illustration. Mm. I switched to a tandem bicycle. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about it. We yeah. went from editing work. So, so Thursday I had the idea of being an editor. And so if you're an editor, your job is to point out what's wrong for the purpose of the writer's voice being heard clearly and beautifully. Mm. So you I said think, you're I not think, rebelling against the author. You're yeah, helping them say you're helping them what say, they want more clearly. Yeah. And you know what? Even as we talk about that illustration again, I think... Dang, that was a good illustration. It was brilliant. <laughs> Chris but is the one who wanted to cut dear it. I listener, said keep it in. Dear I'm watcher, Chris didn't like it. Um, I should have <laughs> probably listened to Joey on this one. I love oh, this part. <laughs> We're here to, to but, make fun of Chris. Um, well, but, because when you're talking about the message of God, it yeah. needs not. It doesn't really need editing. So that that was yeah, a yeah, This is the message late. of Dave. We were yeah. editing the message of Dave. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I was there to help you, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> so I went with tandem bicycle for Sunday. And talked about, you know, it's kind of hard to ride a tandem bicycle if you've ever done it. Have you all ever done it? I don't think I have. have I've ridden one of those ones where like three people sit in the front and three people in the back. And Mm -hmm. it's like a, almost like a car. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Which is basically the same thing. Yeah, similar. Well, those (laughs) can be difficult. (laughs) Those can be difficult to steer and unify. Um, But in this picture, they were literally going different directions. Uh, opposite t- directions tandem bike going different directions which is That's absurd a real picture, and wouldn't yeah. work at all mm-hmm. so it was like a more extreme absurd object lesson you know just saying you're, you're trying to help support your boss do you make your boss feel like you're pulling in the opposite direction or you're helping them mm. um, so one thing i was i was thinking might be interesting to converse upon is uh you know, you said you said the work is good, but it's broken by the fall and mm-hmm. thorns and thistles. You know, that's easy to to leave that in Garden of Eden land of mm-hmm. and and farming land of. Oh, and now we have thorns and thistles. Literally, mm-hmm. I was trying to think through what what are the thorns and thistles. I, so so two things. When we're working, I th- I still think it's really helpful. You've kind of talked about this in other contexts of when you encounter something that is not the way it should be it's really helpful to just say, man, that's wrong and broken. Mm-hmm. And this needs some gardening, metaphorically mm-hmm. speaking, like what, how do I make yeah. this right? But it, not skipping over the, man, that's hard and, and shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. But but just in this, maybe a quick conversation of just, I don't know, in office work, or I guess that's where kind of a lot of us find ourselves, or maybe in parenting, What what are the actual modern thorns and thistles we have? And and just kind of working your way through that. Does it make sense? It's kind of a... I think everything that's subject to physical decay mm. is a mark of the fall. Mm. Interesting. Um, I think everything that's Some messy a, rooms, is that what you're saying? No, that's something different. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, sickness, death. Plumbing. People's bad attitudes, thinking, things breaking. Yeah. 
your computer doesn't work at work. You know, I mean, I think mm. all those things are, are thorns and thistles. I'm trying to mm. think of, I don't know. Do you have any other ideas? I don't know. Mm. Those all sound really rough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, there's the daily grind of, I've got my four things I want to accomplish today. And then there are distractions and emergencies and I'm going to mm. go do this thing. And then someone gets hurt, you know, mm. I have to go f- see him in the hospital and there's, that disaster disease you know i mean just mm. the brokenness of the world getting sidetracked mm. i think and i guess i bring that up a little bit too because mm-hmm. I, I guess i'm realizing there can be a double frustration of mm-hmm. like that's broken i'm frustrated but i shouldn't be frustrated mm-hmm. rather than maybe a little bit of a gospel thing of like mm-hmm. that's an okay emotion to have towards the fall and this is yeah. this is like i can just be a human and say god help me get through yeah. this and you For don't sure. have to just like really be annoyed at your own emotions in the moment. You can just call mm-hmm. it out and say, "Oh yeah, that's wrong." Yeah, I mean that. It's okay to feel that and to press through it, and mm-hmm. maybe that's even helpful to help you press through it. Maybe. So, well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's deep in go psychology, ahead. maybe. Well, but yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna saying? ask. So, what does it actually look like for a worker mm-hmm. to to have grace change their work? Right. So. Mm-hmm. Like we could say that all day long, and it allows you to be different and work mm. heartily. But mm. like, what does that actually look like? And I mean, the tandem bike illustration, I guess, helps some. But my imagination is, most individuals aren't trying to go in the exact opposite direction of their boss. Mm-hmm. So, like, how does grace change one's work uh, if they're like a normal worker who mm-hmm. comes and does their job? Like, do they actually need grace in their work? Yeah, I think we're selfish apart from grace. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to suspect that our boss is out to get us and that the difficulties that you're having at work are your boss's fault. Um, I think it's it's mm-hmm. typical for us to think like an orphan. I, mm-hmm. I'm not taken care of. If my boss took better care of me, I'd be happy. Or if I stole more for the company, quote unquote, you know, I think we kind of joked a little bit. Most people aren't out and out stealing, but you might be stealing time. You might be stealing mission. You might be stealing, uh, direction and, um, unity from the, from the organization. Um, so I think we, we can go to work thinking the job's purpose is to fulfill our identity and make us feel better about Mm. ourselves and make us feel like we've accomplished something. Huge. And so if we actually believe that Jesus loves us, our, our focus comes off of our, our tasks, in a sense, and off of ourself. And we actually say, oh, there's an organization and a boss for me to serve. And I am, I am rich, and I have resources to give to them. Instead of, I think the non-gospel way is, I am needy, and I've got to take. You know, like, I'm showing up desperate. i got to get something out of work. i gotta, I got to feel like I accomplished something today. i got to feel like... I'm taken care of by my boss today. I got to feel, you know, like we have all these kind of, we come to work needy typically. Okay. Or maybe get away with as little as possible, right? Yeah. Like, yeah I, I need yeah. rest. And there's, there, so yeah, I mean, I think that's a big way of stealing is just coasting, you know? So like we talked about pilfering basically means stealing and um, yeah, you can just coast. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways to do it. I think that we've had that conversation about you called it you call it idolatry of work like fine, mm-hmm. yeah it just really is a thing of like this should satisfy me mm-hmm. or or yeah exactly the opposite like you're saying of 
of I'm going to get away with as little as I doing as little as I can being a bad worker. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Anything else about that one? Grace changing our work. Um, I just, I guess I'm still struck with, I, I see people also allow themselves to be abused. Like, if you're talking about the bike analogy, if you're all if you're on a normal uh, <laughs> double bike, it's like, do you allow your boss to just sit and ask you to do all the pedaling? You know, there's mm-hmm. just this healthy tension of, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. going to get trampled, let myself be trampled in mm-hmm. an unhealthy way for me and my family. And yeah. I'm not going to be lazy and ask the boss to do all the, the, the pedaling, you know, and me mm-hmm. put, put up my feet. There's a just, yeah. there's just a good middle ground, but I, I do see that again, you just tip into too much of an extreme. So, so if you take this to heart and you are a worker, a, a lot of guys I see are, can tip into workahol- workaholism and just mm-hmm, say like, mm-hmm. and then you get a bad boss and they're asking you to do too much and stay too late and take too much time from your family. And I think the gospel also says, you need to pray about that also and say, is he expecting me to be his savior in a sense? And <laughs> and that's not, that's yeah, that's not tricky. Me, you know? I, I don't see that's not very common. Well, <laughs> it I may. Yeah, yeah. I just had a friend who was I in think that. It's pretty so. common. Yeah, at least in the military, we're military. Yeah, town. yeah. Well, it depends on your job and where you're at. Yeah, there's. It's very funnily both extremes. Yeah. Very funnily, that's a word. <laughs> in a funny very way, strangely. It's great for whatever time it is. Funny, you should bring that up. It's five forty-five. Five forty-five. Always. <laughs> always. It's always five forty-five somewhere. Um, well, yeah, we're, both extremes. You're saying yeah. you see a lot. Yeah, in the military, you see both extremes. You see people either like trying to hide in connexes and mm-hmm. not do any work, or yeah. like working till eight, nine p.m. I guess I then, feel like because of the text, the text is saying, "Yeah, don't because of your newfound freedom in Christ, yeah, throw off all shackles." So it's not really addressing. And what do you do when they're abusing? You know, like mm. so. I guess I was trying to sure. zero in a little more on on the text, but yeah, I think. I would agree. There are definitely appeals to be made, and that's biblical. And so, my first job ever, I just have to sell, share an anecdote of mm-hmm. that. Of that, what Joey was describing, though, mm-hmm. it was like it was at a garden center, and I was like, oh, "I'm going to learn about plants." And I'm out in the. It was like winter when I started, uh, mm-hmm. or early winter. And it was cold, and I'm like scrubbing bricks and stuff. And I'm like, "Where are all the other people that are like new hires?" They had built, there was all these stacks of uh, fertilizer. They literally built a fort and they were like growing illegal substances and taking naps up (laughs) in their like fort in the the bags. And I was like, I need a new job. (laughs) But it was really weird. Like I was working my tail off and they're taking a nap up in the, Mm. so there's maybe a good like two sides of of how work can mm-hmm, look mm-hmm. <laughs> that was yeah. a funny job man that's mm. sad yeah well i want to ask before we move to the next one what were your applications for this point i want to mm-hmm. i want to try and stay focused on applications Good call Good. uh man don't steal uh be agreeable if you have things to bring up that's why i talked about the you know if you struggle with always seeing what's broken make sure it's focused on what's mission critical and in your jurisdiction um and be submissive. I don't know. My notes aren't very good from what I said. I'm not sure what else I said. 
That's right. Yep. I think those are the main things. I just want to make sure we touched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, point two, grace changes our lifestyle from verse 11 and verse 12. Notes I have from Thursday, all kinds of people appearing or epiphany. Did you talk about that or did you skip it? Hey. Stop talking about stuff you didn't say. No, yeah. I want to know. Okay. This right. makes it even better to get I into what you threw out right? my snobby comments on the church calendar. So, so what is epiphany? I don't even know what it is. Can you tell me? I'm giving you a... The word or the event? I'm throwing him a bone so he can do his epiphany okay. bit. All right. There is a ancient <laughs> church day on the calendar called epiphany. What the word means, we're not going to talk about it. But what it means is appearing, and it means it in a big cosmic sense. So it usually means weather, the appearance of some kind of big weather change, or the appearance of a hero or a Greek god showing up on the scene. So when that word is used of Jesus, it's it has kind of an epic, bigger-than-life concept. Okay, okay. Although epic to be clear, is not related linguistically to the word epiphany. I did look that up because I thought it should be, but it's not. I could see how it might be. Yep. Yeah. Two different uh, words. But cosmic yeah. breakthrough or mm-hmm. hero. Mm-hmm. Hero showing up to save the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any examples of that that you could think of from literature? Did you give any? Uh, no, I didn't talk about this Sunday, but one of my favorite examples from literature is... Um, here I come to save the day. <laughs> Literature. It's Mighty Mouse. <laughs> That's how it goes. Um, I loved Mighty Mouse when I was a kid. I so, did too. I yeah, did too. So good. <laughs> that baritone voice was just In my brain, beautiful. Mighty Mouse is really closely tied to Rocky and Bullwinkle. Is that true? Maybe the same company? Same era Did they just come back to back? Yeah, or yeah, they were back to back. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I used to watch them on like 8mm film. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you said, <laughs> Grace changes our lifestyles, and you said two two steps involved. Clarify, Clarify your grace. understanding of God's grace. Yep. Yeah. Confess and your sin. Confess your sin and work on it. That's yeah. what I wrote down. Yeah. I it talked about, um, we're going to mix be mixed up about that if we don't understand God's grace. If we don't understand that God's grace, you know, precedes our repentance, if God's you know, we don't understand that God's grace is the initiative taking and the power to change us. Um, but then we actually have to respond and we confess our sin and we pray for each other is, is basically the pattern in James 5 that I'm always trying to push people towards. We have a habit of, especially as a Bible church hmm. or Reformed churches, to say the solution to everything is to understand the truth and learn things, um, which is a part of it, but I think... Bible studies and small groups should include this pray for each other that you may be healed, confess your sins one to, to another dynamic in, in James 5. Um, so I'm just always kind of, that's a, that's a point I come back to a lot, which I think is an important application. Then in our tribe of Christianity, it's easy to miss. We'd rather objectify, talk about what things mean, talk deep, but not share deep, you know, mm-hmm. I think is a struggle we have. So, mm. What it, I don't know what this mm-hmm. is from. Mm-hmm. Probably an army thing. Be mm-hmm. no do. Do you guys know be, be no, no do? do. Mm, I've heard that. 
Maybe what not. does it mean? I thought it without being said exactly that way, but yeah. Mm. I don't know what it is. Anyways, <laughs> knowing something and doing something were the things that made me remember it. And then I remembered mm-hmm. There's another word in there. Be no do. I don't know mm. what that means. Mm. We'll have to Google it. All right. But knowing and doing was the point I was going on. And that kind of goes back to mm-hmm. doctrine and devotion from mm. last week even. Mm. But in this point, you talked about... Um, grace which has a cha- power to change our lifestyle mm-hmm. you said this grace um which is appearing which appears trains us yeah um and then you said like he appeared to help us stop sinning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again all this is from thursday so it might not be accurate for sunday but yeah i stayed um, pretty closely to what i said thursday. and then you talked about kids playing soccer yeah did you yeah. do it i kept it he kept, kept it. it i told him to cut it so this time he trusted Chris again. Yeah. Dang, you just trusted Chris all week. <laughs> hey, you got I the whole use, point. You got yeah. the whole last point, baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You We're not there yet. My last point. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so I um, didn't you tell me to throw out Epiphany though? Or was that him? No, no that's that was him. me. I said that's why it. I didn't want to talk about oh. it. Chris was really <laughs> critical like, of keep my sermon. I kept the soccer <laughs> illustration and then I added on the cure illustration uh, of Jesus has got his arm around us, helping yeah. us work on our sin, which yeah. is opposed to once I work on my sin, then Jesus will be one with me. So flipping that around okay. is a really important part of that process. That's one of my all time favorite illustrations. Read the cure, people. Be ready to be made angry and know that it's weird. And if you don't read it, they're just going to talk about it every week until yeah. you do. So <laughs> keep going. Um, it's Chris's fault. He just read it. Uh, what? Why is this now Chris's fault? I'm going to read You're it the again. You're the one to talk about it. I love oh, it. Okay. Good job, Dave. Fair enough. Anything else from changing our lifestyle? I guess I can ask the same question I'm asked about work. Yeah. What if you're just living kind of a normal lifestyle and... Mm. And you're doing decent things and you're, mm-hmm. you know, volunteering at the soup kitchen and you're mm-hmm. helping old ladies cross the street. I don't know. Yeah. Um, how would grace change your lifestyle? What is, mm. what's the difference between a grace changed lifestyle and one that is just a decent lifestyle or does good things lifestyle? Mm. So like people that don't think they need to change? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Well... I would put myself in that category. I I am a hmm. help old ladies across the street kind of person and hmm. have been for years. And I just, man, every day I find, you know, the need for power to do the right thing, the need for God's grace to encourage me to love people well, to follow through on things, to repent of self-righteousness. And so, I mean, I think it's whether you're in an extreme kind of clearly rebellious lifestyle this, that seems to be kind of what the text is bringing up, or you're a basically decent person, I think it's still God's grace that is that is training you to do those things. So, I mean, if you're in process and you're like, man, I used to do these terrible things, and, and now I'm doing some upright things, that is still God's grace redirecting you, and you'll still need ongoing grace to keep training you, to keep moving you in the right direction. We can all fall, um, and we can have that switch of heart motives where we start to think I'm better than other people. Cause I do these nice things, you know? Mm. Um, so I think we need God's sustaining grace no matter where we are in that, in that process. I, I was just struck too, by seeing that reading through that passage again, 11 through 14. And, um, when you're in the middle of, when you're in the middle of talking about it, live self-controlled upright and godly lives, 
you know, renouncing ungodliness, like that can tend to sound really boring if we're on, if we're honest with what the culture tells us and what mm-hmm. when we're talking about that that can sound like be straight laced and mm-hmm. uh you know you, you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. this there's this conversation happening in our literature and our films of like the rebels are the cool people and mm-hmm. and that they're the ones having a good life mm-hmm. and the, then there's these people living in the suburbs and they're going to their churches and you know mm-hmm. um and so i i just feel like like again back to your epith- epiphany language if you look before and after that you know if you can unpack some of that language more the grace of god you know whatever you said has exploded onto the scene mm-hmm. bringing salvation for all people and then and then now we're in this this epic journey in the middle, mm-hmm. and then we know that that there's going to be this this explosion of God of Jesus coming back, and it's not going to be you can't mistake it. It's not going to be a mm-hmm. is that him? It's going to be like no, no, that's him. Like, and so I think yeah. we just need need each other to remind how exciting and hopeful and beautiful it is, instead mm-hmm. of just. Instead of this drudgery of okay, choose the boring thing again, you know, like there there has to be this just uh, God's changing our hearts and and continuing to like you talked about being be, being amazed by Jesus along the way and mm-hmm. um, for the joy set before us and you know we do have to do mundane things but our story is not mundane. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. when we look backwards and forwards and we even keep our eyes open. Mm-hmm. in this moment we we need each other to remember this is exciting stuff like yeah. this is good this is better um and don't fall for the trap that like man if i could just you know break out of this routine for a second that's what it will really make me happy if i could you know does that make mm-hmm. sense it's more thoughts on that like <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you admiral akbar uh yeah i don't know anymore like how do you how do you what i mean i know that songs like like the songs of andrew peterson do that for me and i'd still even find myself saying like is it really this exciting is it really you know is it the being portrayed correctly in this art but but what keeps you excited and not just feeling like i gotta beat down my my adventurous heart and do this boring i I think Hmm. your application is leading to that answer right your Hmm. application for this point if i'm accurate is clarify your understanding of grace right do you Mm -hmm. think that you're saving yourself do you think Mm -hmm. you know if i do everything mundane it saves myself or if Mm -hmm. i do everything right it saves myself Mm -hmm. right that's that's what keeps it from being i don't know mundane's the right word yeah i I guess i I guess i'm i'm maybe i'm talking about the like it's not save or not save it's man we all want to be caught up in a bigger exciting story that's where our a lot of our idolatry tree comes from is we want what we perceive to be most beautiful we ch- we're chasing after what we believe to be most profound and most beautiful mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to hold on that the, the the explosive power of a new affection like so how are we doing this continued saying like man guys this is how mm-hmm. am- amazing we get to do this does that make sense like yeah I, i'm probably the wrong person to ask because <laughs> uh, i don't i'm not there you know i mean i'm, sure. I'm living in no, a time of life where there's like you know more deep sleep and mm. restful nights you know my mm. kids are all grown up you know so like i'm in a probably a different phase of life i'm not feeling 
like it's all drudgery you know uh it's comfortable it's it's yeah so i mean yeah yeah i'm i'm probably facing a different temptation than you're facing at this point of life so Hmm. um i think i am kind of asking for the younger mm -hmm, the younger generations mm -hmm. you know single whatever out of college like looking for an adventure and is following Jesus that adventure? Yeah, you know, is I that, just saw the yeah. movie about time, <laughs> which is, uh, I will say, yeah, questionable, yeah. dear listener, dear sure, watcher. Sure, yeah. uh, it's not. It's, I think it's R rated, right? It's R rated, but anyway, it's not. I have no. Clue. Anyway, it's got things that will definitely offend people, mm -hmm. but the story is amazing, and that what you're talking about is a major piece of the story. This learning to appreciate the mundane and see mm. the wonder in it mm. and the glory and the beauty in it. Yeah. So, so back to Joey's point, it's not just do the mundane and save yourself. You'll find the mundane, you know, you'll find the glory, but doing the mundane, I don't think that's how you get there. I think it's God's grace, clarifying God's grace, clarifying your understanding of God's grace is what enchants the mundane. Mm. The mundane can only be enchanted if you really believe God loves you. Right. Mm. Like if God's like looking over your shoulder, like, isn't this awesome? Then yeah. that's going to make you think like, this is nuts, but this, there's something somehow awesome about this. Yeah. And again, I, it's yeah. been a long time since I changed the diaper. So yeah, obviously I have a different perspective. I, I am at that point <laughs> where I'm could, looking back. Come on. Over. <laughs> I know when I come in, it's coming. When I come see y'all's little children being naughty, it's way cuter to me <laughs> than it is to y'all. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not cute. <laughs> well, and I, I so. think actually coming full circle to this mm -hmm. passage, that's exactly the point of mm -hmm. what he's saying Yeah, is look at the whole story again. Right, right, right. And like, yeah, you, you take it's any, cosmic. any work, any, any great story that we love to sit down in a movie and take an hour and a half or read a book and take a week or whatever so every mo yeah. uh, one moment in the middle of that is yeah. terrible and that hero is not happy well, and, and just not to, having fun to like, really get back mm -hmm. into the nitty-gritty of like how we approach this and how we communicate these things sure yep. that's why it's it's good to preach the whole bible and that's why it's yeah. good to see it from different perspectives yeah um for for me probably because of my abandonment issues, the idea mm. of God being with me mm. is so overwhelmingly amazing mm. that enchants everything. Mm. So when I say that and I preach that, you know, that's probably for me like, don't you get it? You get, you <laughs> get chills. With you. Yes, I get yeah, chills. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so. You know, so what you're saying, people long for this thing. I'm like, dude, I I said that God is with it's good. Yeah, it's, it's there. You yeah. know, but, but I realize that probably connects with different people in a different way. You know, sure. so for me, that is that mm -hmm. is the thing. Maybe and, if you let him talk about epiphany, you yeah. better understand <laughs> you what gone he's back talking to about. The here. church calendar. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. your your second part of your application was yeah. to so first clarify your understanding mm -hmm. of grace. Do you think you're saving yourself, mm -hmm. or do you think you're making your own adventure, building your own adventure? Mm -hmm. Um, and your second part is to take steps in accordance with that. Mm -hmm. So you talked about things like confession, like asking for prayer, um, like walking in a new direction, yeah. like joining small groups, mm -hmm. like doing mm -hmm. celebrate recovery. Yeah. Um, other points of application that I missed? Or no, that's basically added? it. Yeah, I mean, um, so do this thing <laughs> that I would call kind of biblically and 
friendship-directed community, or biblical-directed and friendship-directed, or community-directed confession and repentance. I don't know how to put all those things together. You Bible. just said a lot of things. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> My brain went... <laughs> Bible, community, confession, and prayer. Four elements. So I kept hitting the confession and prayer, confession and prayer. James 5, you know, is uh, confess and pray for one another that you may be healed. That can't work. The one another doesn't work unless there's community. And then it's in context of biblically, like, you're not going to confess anything unless you're reading the Bible. So so those things are kind of assumed. Um, mm. But you've got to do that. And so for me as a pastor, I'm always saying, you've got to do that. Maybe that's with a buddy over coffee. Maybe you join a small group. Maybe you're in sober recovery. You know, those are places where that can happen. But we've got to do that. And... Hmm. um we won't survive if we're not doing that. You know? mm. That might be just a really close Christian friendship you've got. It might be a small group. It might be Sunday school class. And we've all had experiences where those kinds of groups, that has happened. And we've all had experiences where those kind of groups, it's kind of like, meh, you know, we scratched the surface, but we didn't really go deep. You know, so it's, I think you've got to keep pressing for that in a relationship somewhere in your life. I wanted to cross-reference on confession to actually ran across this, on Sunday as the worship team is getting ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of, anyway, long long story. But the, this I pr- try to pray a psalm a day. Um, and, and so this kind of the psalm of the day in this in this situation was 32. And it, I just really, it really hit me. And I've been trying to pass this along to others too. Confession can feel like a just get my guilt taken care of kind of a moment versus mm-hmm. a running to God, a uh, mm-hmm. uh, throwing off the weight that hinders you so that you can run and so that you can uh, enjoy the presence of God more fully. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. so less mm-hmm. of a, just less of a, just um, here's what I did wrong. And more of a God, I'm coming to you cause you you can heal what made me even want to do that. Anyway, um, this this just really fit with that perfectly. I wanted to just share it real quick. Uh, so Psalm 32, 1 says, Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Hmm. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. So that's that not confessing, right? Um but then it ends with this, I love, well, this section ends, on uh, verse 7 says, You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. And so I just want to keep helping people see the this more beautiful picture of confession that it's, I mean, yeah, let's go towards shouts of deliverance, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just let's mm-hmm. keep talking about what we did wrong. Let's, let's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, press into God for victory. And so um, I just think that's a thing I need to hold on to because confession can feel fully negative without remembering the goal of confession, which is closeness of God and, and, mm-hmm. and victory. And yeah. So, mm. yeah, that makes sense. Well, grace changes our commission. Commission. Joey's point. Tell me, Trademark. What, tell me what a commission is. What's a commission? A commission, Joey, <laughs> is when the president says, Joey, I want you to go fight the bad guys for me. Oh, for in the he, United States Army, a commission is. Okay. Yeah, and he writes that on a piece of paper, and, he, and then he gives you that piece of paper. And it looks cool and ancient. And then and you get a scroll. uniform mm. and a gun. A sword. 
a sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, and biblically, there's a parallel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> you sound like you're falling apart here. He's, t- uh, he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> parallel. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> laugh at me. Parallel. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he barely reacted, but I got him to react a little bit. Thanks for tuning in to the Inside I, Joke I, podcast. <laughs> I chose to not respond to it ever there again. Was a twitch. I've made that decision you in my a life. Twitch. You have a little towel. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen back to episode five or something yeah. for that. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> so there's, I, I quoted three cross references: Psalm 130, verse eight; Ezekiel 37, 23; Deuteronomy 14, two; Deuteronomy. Uh, Deuteronomy. Uh, but there are all these quotes about the people for possession and the redeeming this people and I'm saving this people and I'm purifying this people and I'm fixing this people. And it's all this language in, in the Old Testament that talks about God forming, shaping, fixing, renewing this people that he's creating. And we are that people. Like we are that commissioned people in the new covenant. Um, and sorry to my classic dispensationalist friends, but we are the people of God. And so uh, just recognizing we are this prophetic fulfillment, you know, God's commissioned us to be a part of fixing the world. Ambassadors. We're ambassadors. Mm. We're spokesmen. We're a nation of priests. We're these Kings and Queens and, you know, daughters and sons of the God of the universe. And so Mm. just recognizing that new identity and the authority that goes with it, I think. And that's part of what Joey helped me come up with Thursday. I was like, it's identity, but it's authority. I said authority Thursday. It's like, but authority's kind of weird because most of the language in verse 15 was about the authority of like Titus as a leader. I was like, but there's all the stuff in verse 14 that's more about the identity of the entire people of God. So I, I kind of wanted to weight it more to the, to the people of God authority. Like, what is that authority we have as the people of God? So Joey suggested commission, which is like you're officially sent out um, as an ambassador representative of the Lord. So there you go. That's all I have on that. That's good. There's a bunch of other cross-references. And that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) It sounds Uh, exciting to me. We were just talking about that. That sounds pretty exciting. I realize also, Mm -hmm. we're the rebels. Mm. We're the ones that are that are turning away from the easy. Are you saying the Empire did nothing wrong? <laughs> oh gosh, not everything is Star Wars. Oh. I was about to say Star Trek just to make you twitch, but okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't know Star Trek, so I wouldn't go. Gray had a song back in like the eighties about that too. Mm. It was really good. So. Okay, good. It's Thanks for Rebel. That. Google it, people. Google it. It's good. Rebel. So, what do you mean we're rebels? Well, sorry. So, I was just tying together, like, everything you were just saying is that is that moment of, oh, yeah, this is amazing. We're, we're kings and queens. We're ambassadors. We're, you know. We're setting people free from the zombie yeah, yes. world. So, we so yeah. So, so we're, the, we're the ones who, you know, talking about where the culture is saying, well, rebelling from morality is exciting. They say, oh, yeah, you know, throwing off the chains of, of you know. Christian morality basically is where you'll mm-hmm. find excitement, but we're realizing we're throwing off the chains of darkness and we're the one, like that's our, the default is the sin. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, <laughs> it's not stodgy morality, but we're, we're turning from that and we're getting to do this exciting thing that is countercultural is mm. counter flesh. And so that's what I mean. Like that's, mm-hmm. there's some of that. This should be exciting to us mm-hmm. kind of language. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 
Did you talk about junior welcome team members? <laughs> did no. you cut it? I cut, cut it. it. <sighs> yeah. How did you cut so much and still go 55 minutes long? I have an amazing ability to talk for a long period of time. It's a growing gift that I seem to be getting better at every week. <laughs> I don't know what Does is Does it wrong. have anything to do with the broken clock on the stage? It must be. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Skip go. I really want to know. Do you actually look at the clock? Or I do no? not look at the okay. clock. I told, so I here's told the crazy thing. The clock, but. So, dear listener, dear watcher. <laughs> Can we have a phrase for that instead? I like, have. Dear listener, dear watcher. Please. Watcher sounds like that creepy, like, angel book of Enoch thing. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> just don't speak to them ever. They don't exist. Okay. I'm forgetting you, watchers. I'm just going to talk to the listeners. <laughs> the, That's what I meant. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Uh, where was I? What was I saying? The I've clock? been getting longer and longer as I've been working on it more. Like something, something's going wrong. Like the universe is imploding. I don't know what's happening, but I use a timer. I never used to use a timer. I practice it. <laughs> I never used to practice it. We talk about it afterwards and I get publicly shamed about it. I never used to get publicly shamed about it. Like all these things you would think would help me. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We would think that probably. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The only explanation I have is it I think I'm enjoying it more than I used to. Mm, it needed to be said, maybe. I yeah, know. I think I'm just having more fun up there than I used to. You do but. have to go hug the nursery director every time you do it. Though. It's, it's <laughs> a problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, this week I was like, all right, we just hit a breaking point here. So It, was, it really was good, but yeah, I, I hear you. There's this next week, we're doing no music, just sermon. Walk ah, in and right. we'll say, Man, I'm welcome to a, grace. I'm yeah. taking a nap. Open your Bibles. Titus <laughs> chapter well, 3. <laughs> when I joined, actually, nine years ago, that was like a thing that was real common. A lot of the famous preachers, like guys like Matt Chandler, would preach forever. And, But I would always tell other guys in Acts 29, like, you're not Matt Chandler. You can't do, you know, like, mm. that's not okay. You can't do that. It's just mm. not, people's attention spans can't handle it. <laughs> So we need people to hold signs in the yeah. audience that say you're not Matt Chandler. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. then and then you'll stop on no, time. Exactly. He's that good now. He is Matt oh, Chandler. Yeah. That's the application. You just need okay, go ahead. <clears throat> application. I don't know. Oh, yeah, sure. Application. Uh I have, and this is probably not accurate, declare it to yourself. You have mm-hmm. authority, mm-hmm. commission. Uh rebuke the voices in your head. Mm-hmm. Preach the gospel to yourself. Preach the gospel to your friends. Mm. Invite others to hear these things. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Same Nailed thing. it. I probably took a little longer to say it than you did just now, but yes. Really? Huh? <laughs> what was that? Mm. He said a, one sentence that I liked a lot, too. Um, just one. Yeah, I said two, also, as well as all the other <laughs> sentences. Uh, <laughs> you said the church has leaders. Well, you, basically, you said the church has leaders, but we're also all called to lead. I just think that is such a huge, a huge thing for us to own as as followers of Christ. Should I say that like, again? I was looking at my phone. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> click, that, said, click that. Click that. Church. Seconds button. Basically, the church has leaders that are called to lead the body of Christ, mm-hmm. but but also we're all 
called to be leaders um, mm. and i just really i really that's that's a passion i have for for just everyone in the church to say where am i yeah. called to step out and lead i'm yeah. i am called to step out and lead someone mm. whether that's a non-christian next door maybe whether that's mm. my kids whether that's the Preach slightly it. younger christian mm-hmm. uh, older mm-hmm. yeah. older person that's a younger christian you know yeah. all of that just i, I just loved that the thing i said yeah. sunday which i don't know if i said thursday joy was that I think the number one reason I hear people say they're afraid to talk to their friends about their faith is that they won't be able to answer all their questions. Yeah. And I encourage people that saying, I don't know is okay. You know, so like have the conversation and it'll be messy and you won't know how to answer their questions and then go back and research it, get a friend to help you uh, read a book, whatever. And then try to come back. STR.org. STR. Standard reason. Standard reason.org. Yep. They have lots of answers. Yep. Yep. So I, I just would encourage people to take the risk and recognize you're commissioned, you know, go out there and, and lead and enjoy the mess. And yeah. The it goes back to, are you going to accept your commission? Or are you going to abdicate? Right. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. last week, the week before. Mm-hmm. And there's two areas of that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, there's the new conquering new territory and then there's also the sphere of influence you already have so yeah yeah. or you know sometimes you're just you need to Mm -hmm, double down mm -hmm. on relationships you already have sometimes you need to go find new relationships probably most of the time you need both but Mm -hmm. um i think that's what i would also say too sometimes people think oh that's only the random stranger at the gas station Mm -hmm. and not my cousin (laughs) yeah (laughs) or something i don't know i just yeah yeah that's another thing probably that's good Good point. Cool. Well, you concluded on Thursday that the ultimate power to change is found in the grace of Jesus. Mm. You also said that a gift of getting older is seeing your strength diminished. Mm. I didn't say that. Oh, yeah. I think uh, it might be applicable to your length of your sermon somehow. Uh, Ah, yes. uh, (laughs) I'm getting senile. uh, (laughs) And then talking about the power of grace, you said, go and make disciples of mm-hmm. all the nations anything else about your conclusion or are we concluding at the same location yeah we're basically wrapping up there i i in the end decided that the third point was basically the commit the, the commission the conclusion the commission was the conclusion uh, so you had no conclusion i didn't have a particular wraparound or story conclusion where i tried to summarize it all i tried to kind of end there i didn't I, guess, I, I might have summarized. I guess that works at 55 minutes. You're like, right, you know, I'm done. Yeah. I actually planned Just that rip, going rip in. It wasn't like, oh, no, I've gone 55 minutes. I'll stop here. I mean, it was really just thinking it logically well and sometimes sense, i yeah. want to do a whole separate kind of like paragraph concluding the whole thing and sometimes the third point is the conclusion it kind of wraps up where everything is going i i i really enjoyed uh <laughs> the song pairing the last song we sang mm-hmm. like as a as a also a continuation of your sermon Mm -hmm. i just thought man i that really that really did something for me too just the Mm -hmm. like it talks about there is no other so Mm -hmm. sure and steady my hope Mm -hmm. is held in your hand when castles crumble and breath is fleeting upon this rock i will stand and Mm -hmm. this this anthemic chorus glory Mm -hmm. glory we have no other king but jesus lord of all and and then that bridge of course talking about in all my sorrows jesus is better and all every victory and than any comfort of Jesus is better. And I just, I, that song has such a breadth of like the experience of life, mm-hmm. but this unity of a, being a people that we're called out 
with Jesus as our king and he's better than anything. Mm-hmm. Like I, that just felt sometimes it, sometimes it, you know, it feels really close to what the sermon was talking about. Sometimes not. And this time I just, mm-hmm. uh, I was really celebrating kind of, it felt yeah. like, yeah, this is, this is what we've been talking about this whole time. We have yeah. the power it's to change song. through Jesus. We are a people called out to yeah. do it. So. Well, I don't think Jerry knew I worked on my celebrate recovery lesson on Saturday and this one sentence was repeated on every single page of my lesson. They, they flip you around this Celebrate Recovery Study Bible. And so, like, all these different pages, I kept reading. The first sentence of the paragraph would be, the power to change comes only through God's grace. Like, that sentence repeated over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so, I was like, huh, okay, Lord, that, you know, that's cool. something I needed to hear this week. So, mm-hmm. Cool. Well, cool. if people are looking for ways to exercise that power, that commission, they can join a, a serve team. Mm, Can't yes. say join a serve team. Mm, they can serve, serve on a team. On a team. Mm-hmm. It's a serve. way they can find purpose together. Last week and this week we had serve team signups. Mm-hmm. And I, I might say that we didn't have very many this week. So we're expecting mm. next week for you to say, yep. man, I have the power of grace to change things. And one of the things that I'm commissioned to do is, mm-hmm. is serve here. So one of the ways you can find purpose together is serving on a team. Yes. Join us this Sunday in the lobby to find out about the different teams here, to sign up for one of them. You've been listening to Sunday Recap, which has been an adventure. Mm. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you all later. You have tiny gnomes on your shirt. I wanted people to know that. Uh, Nobody knows. (laughs)